And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm here, so <laughs> I'm Shea Gibbs Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. Howdy, Oklahoma. My name is Chet Holmgren, and I'm down to dunk. Dead gum. I'm Josh Giddy, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. <laughs> I have. I don't, is that like you eat it together? Everybody tells me okay. to get the bag of burgers. I need like a straw, like. <laughs> Howdy. I'm I'm an artist on the court. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. My name is Kenrich Williams, and I'm down to dunk. It might be Aaron Wiggins. This is a troll. It's a troll. I'm trolling. Howdy, Papa. Because I I think it would take away from who he is, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) I love Oklahoma. (laughs) I love Oklahoma to death. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. Perfect. Great. Very good. I like the hat. You bro. like the hat? Yeah. <laughs> Vava, this is J-Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I've been doing a lot of dunking. <laughs> good morning and welcome to episode one, four, one. One of down to dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else. You subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. But I got to say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam throw. Taylor. Luck. Be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady slammer. And Jay. It's Jay. Do, do you feel like you have to yell that song? Yeah. I he, see the way like you treated you. other guys you've been with. That's what he sounds like. As you both have been singing all morning. Luck be, be a lady tonight. Yeah, it is kind of a loud singing. Yeah, yeah. I, I just—I mean, I, it wasn't me making a comment as much as genuinely asking if that's the only way you can sing that kind sounds of crooner. Like, it sounds like the way I would talk to my middle child at the table, though. Is that? Is that? Does it have to do be? You yelled? Have to be that yeah, loud? I know. You know. Oh, I thought you were saying like, <laughs> Ash, eat your dinner tonight. <laughs> Pass me the ketchup right now. And fries. And fries. That's good. Um. Hey. So the Thunder are third in net rating, eight point one. Just so we, just so we're clear, a the mark of a title contender through the history of the NBA is a plus six or better. Mm-hmm. It's like most title contenders are that. Last year the Nuggets were an exception; they were like a three. Okay, but there are three teams that are currently six or better. Hit me with them: Thunder, Celtics, Sixers. In that order? That's it. Thunder are third. Boston second. Sixers are. First, wow, damn. So, Boston's at a 10, Philly's at a 
Um, but the Thunder are one of the best teams, according to net rating. They are sixth in defense. They were fourth before that stupid Hawks game, and then mm. <laughs> fell down to sixth in defense, and they're fifth in offense. What's their number? Right you used to give the other two numbers. What's their number? Huh? The Thunder's number. In defense? No, you said like Thunder or the the Sixers and and Boston are ten. Did we just he just said it? Did he say no? What he we didn't. Are? Yeah, he said sixth he'd... in defensive rating. No, so, what's the hmm? number? Number? Yeah. They're ten. Second. What do you? What am? I, what number do you want? <laughs> yeah. Do you want the actual like number? The like a hundred? Give you whatever number you want. I'll give you whatever number you want. You say you were saying every home phone like number. traditionally the the winner of the champion is <coughs> six. Six or better. Six or better. Six what's or better the, net rating. So what's the Thunder's number? Eight. Let's see, I, mean, I don't think he ever said that. No. Eight point one. Yeah. No, he didn't say that. Yeah, that's what I was. My favorite for. thing. Is, this is this is the internal it's called journalism. This is the internal conversation I have listening to a lot of podcasts where yeah. I'm just like trying to keep track of all the numbers and the like. What's yeah. the rating? And I think I said it at the very. I, be- ratings, I think I said it at the very beginning, but I didn't say. I don't even know what ratings are. Like yeah. I don't even know how they get them. Is it how they? Is it some sort of math thing? It is some sort of math thing. So it's the offensive rating and the defensive rating. Well, I knew that subtracted. But how do you get an offensive rating? It's points per 100 possessions. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. I've always thought it was like way more involved no, than that. No, no, points per 100 possessions. And that's oh. that's how you level it out because some teams are going to play. Hey, will you edit this out of the pod later? Some, some deleting. Some Turn teams to YouTube. Aren't. Kick the camera over. So no, yeah. you know, Jay, I think you're right. I think there probably are some listeners that are like, I don't know what net rating comes from. Just one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, is your offense? Are you giving? Are you getting more points more than you're giving up? Yeah, that so, makes a lot of sense. It's like San Antonio, offensive rating 107, defensive rating 118 for a negative 11. 11, 11.4. I, I mean, I, I got the – I understand when you put them together, that's what bad. do you get? I just didn't know that it's based on 100 possessions. Yeah, uh, someone yeah. tooted. Yep. Probably Luke. Not me, I promise. Yeah. So I – wasn't me. I uh, – that Hawks game. Yeah. I mean, it's like – it's it's – it's the NBA, you know. It's like how the NBA works. I told my son before the game that, like, hey, like, count on the Hawks winning this. He's like, what? Like, what are you talking about? It's like, well, the Thunder, like, they had a delay getting in. There was like a mechanical issue with the plane, so they didn't get into Atlanta until five a.m. Mm. Second half of back to back, the Hawks are like fully rested after an emotional win against yeah. the Celtics. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is a. Scheduled scheduled letdown loss. Yeah, this is a game that like most NBA teams lose. And what was hard is like the Thunder just haven't had many games like that at all this season. The games that you think that they would lose, they just haven't. Well, I know January, not necessarily as much as, as the quality of opponents, but the quantity of back-to-backs and games that are yeah. like that. I know it's going to be a little bit more difficult. That one just felt uniquely challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could see... There were a few moments in the fourth quarter where it was like, I can't remember if it was Chet or who it was, but it was like getting energy from your feet through your upper body and yeah. out to a shot was like, I don't have anything. Well, they pulled Chet too. Like they, they didn't even let him. I don't get, and I, I heard his response to why he didn't play Kenrich. doesn't make any sense to me. Like yeah. that's the only, like, I'm it, not going to say anything against the coach of the year so far this yeah, year yeah, in yeah. the NBA, but it's like, what? Like, no Vasa, yeah. no Kenrich, mm-hmm. and a lot of Lindy. Yeah. It's 
it's what we've kind of seen from him the last several years, though. You know, like the minute you think somebody's like completely out of the rotation that they're not going to play at all anymore, they're going to play again. You know, it's they're yeah, not going. I hate it. They're not going away from that. Hate it. You know? uh, Coach D loves it. The element of surprise. And I honestly don't even think that that like that wasn't the reason that they lost. They, no, they, they lost no. because they were not present at all at the beginning of the game. Dude, yeah, but- they were so tired too. Defensively, the Hawks just passed and ran and eventually they found an open man because we just couldn't rotate enough (laughs) like they just couldn't keep up with i don't want to ever like i understand that but kenrich what he does as much as anything is he's a stabilizer for the way this team wants to play and Mm -hmm. so having him on the floor to set the tone defensively to help bring energy maybe it just wasn't in it or maybe I don't know. Mark really yeah. did just want to see, yeah, let's see what Lindy does. In a, I think you want to see what Lindy does. I think they want to give Jay Will a chance because they've been playing Kenrich basically as the backup five, and they give Jay Will like spot minutes here and there. Yeah, but yeah. You could tell it wasn't a game. Like if he was coaching to win, this would not have been the lineup. Like coaching to like playoff rotations. Yeah. And part of it that's crazy is I'm like, this is a team that you can get away easier without having Jay Will on the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to play yeah. Kenrich against Onyeka Okongwu, like you're not as much of a disadvantage as you mm-hmm. would be whenever he plays against, you know, yeah, I don't know. Who. No, but like if Isaiah Joe hits that shot, like they were go- they would have won in overtime. They I were mean, play- I, under- I understand that. So it was an inc- and what a phenomenal final play. Great play, seriously, beautiful. Yeah, that really hurt. Yeah. That broke Joe's heart too. I it should have. You got to right. make those. Who would you trust? <laughs> This is an easy answer. Okay. If you look at the entire Thunder roster, good answer. Who would you trust to make that shot more than Joe? Could I trust more? Yeah. Bertans? Chet? Yeah, Chet's been like so clutch in like every single What about Shea? Possible. Uh, I mean, his three ball has been inconsistent at best. I, but I would yeah. trust it. But he's just he's, also so it's not like clutch. I don't. It's not like I wouldn't trust him. Also, very like clutch person. Yeah, yeah, very clutch. He's person. been clutch. He's been person. clutch. But I don't think, I don't think Bertans could. But I don't think Shea could get open like that in the corner. He'd have too much. His defender would be too close to him. Yeah, but the the way that you're probably right. The way they called that play, though, that's why it was so brilliant. And it was a J Dub that was. Cutting that yes. made the pass to Joe. Yeah, yes. J Dub is you're trying to pull defenders away from from their guy, and and mm-hmm. it was just perfectly timed. And that's why you probably don't give it to Shea in that exact moment, because if you do, the likelihood of Jason Tatum at that point sinking off to try to stop the ball at the rim is not real. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't Joe. Still, it was somewhat contested. Like even though it was a late contest, because. You know, somebody did kind of sink back down the lane. Uh, man, it was, you can't ask for a much better shot is kind of the point I was making. Yeah. Jason yeah. Tatum? That's who was guarding Shea. No, sorry. God, Lee. Talk about, I'm telling you this morning. He plays for Boston. Yeah. Was oh, I was game. like, what so whoever I? was, Jalen Johnson. I thought you were trying to equate something Probably, probably DeJounte Murray, I'm assuming, was yeah. who yeah, was yeah. guarding Shea. Jay, sorry, you're tired, bad. too. It's okay. I know, man. It was a late night, early morning. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Also, oh, yeah. I, so that's why we're late this morning. It's my fault. But also, the week between Christmas and New Year, for me, just resets every single sleep pattern that I have. Yeah. Because we stay up later. We 
wake up later and do nothing for five to six days. It's mm-hmm. uh, pretty cool. And I've just yeah, been e- I've just been eating. Yeah. What are you eating? Everything. Like still, or do you try to I'm trying rein to it back it. in I'm a little bit? To stop it now. Yeah. But I was eating a lot. Yeah. It's hard to stop it. Eating and drinking everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. It is. It's the way I really would like to live. But I just can't. Like a king. Like a king that weighs like 700 pounds. That would be me. Yeah. That'd be great. So the Thunder is second in the West, 23 and 10. Wow. Looking good. They play tonight in Brooklyn. And then uh, have a long weekend where I assume that they would probably want to stay in New York. And probably practice in New York, I would guess. New York. Hungry <laughs> jungle. And then uh, play in Washington Monday night. So maybe they fly to Washington and stay there. They don't have a song. I'll bet they'll stay in Brooklyn. Do you think so? Yeah. Does Washington have a song? I'm sure there's a lot of Washington, D.C. songs. Are there? Yeah. (laughs) You're a grand old flag. You're a high flag. That's one. Yeah, Yeah, that's definitely a Washington, D.C. song. That's my favorite song. Um, that's your favorite song. That's one of them. I'm gonna hold you to that. It's top five, for real. I'm gonna yeah, hold you to that. Great song yeah. of all songs. When you're a little kid and they play that at like the morning, like yeah. daybreak, the roundup, roundup, roundup. I love roundup, man. And when they sing we that, played one, it was Yellow like, Submarine a lot. Really, Yellow Submarine. Really, really? they did. I think we had some like kind of like you know people because we did that when we did uh this land is your land oh, by yeah. Woody Guthrie fantastic oh, yeah. we did uh we did the haunted house there is a haunted house in town that had the we didn't do that one we did the space jam song really yeah everybody get up when you're a little kid yeah it was great. oh yeah in the great. 90s too nothing better right. than that let us know if you uh enjoyed roundup or whatever roundup was daybreak at your school was that every day detention yeah, yeah. I felt like it was every We'd day. We'd say the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. See, we did that in class, I think. No. Yeah, we, we did, did it all it in together. class. Uh, let's, I don't remember. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about the all-star ago. voting returns. Ooh. Did you guys see these? No. That's a bunch of crap. Bunch of, so bunch of dog crap. They now only have front court players and guards for the team. Three front court, The three front court players and two guards for the starters. These starters are not fully determined by fan voting anymore, in case anybody forgot. So it's half fans, quarter media, quarter player vote. So through the first... But this is only fan returns. This is only the fan returns that we've gotten so far. Only fans. So (laughs) this is only fans. Guards. uh, First, Luka Doncic in the West. Steph Curry. Second, Shea. Third. That's a bunch of BS. So, Shea is 966,000. Steph Curry's second at 1.3 million. Luca's 1.4 million. And then fourth is James Harden at 400,000. So he's like quite a bit behind. So it's like these three at the top that are pretty much ahead of the pack. In the front court, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Jokic are the top three. 2 million for LeBron, 1.8 for Kevin, 1.6 for Nikola. And then it's Anthony Davis, Kawhi, Paul George. Shangun is seventh, which was a little shocking. Three hundred thousand. Wimby is a hundred thousand less than Alpi. Oh my at god! At two hundred thousand, then Chet is uh, one hundred eighty-six thousand at ninth, uh, but more than Carl Towns, which is cool. 
Uh, all right. Thoughts? Feelings? Yeah, so they do, they're going to go two guards, three forwards. Two guards, three forwards. So Shea's going to be not starting. No, it just depends on the, I think the will, coaches and media. I think Shea will be the starter. Oh, really? I think You the, heard it here. I think Shea will start because I think that he will be the number one pick for the media, and I think there's a good chance he's the number one pick for the um, for the players. Okay. As the players, not as the best. Coaches do the reserves, right? Coaches do the reserves. I think he will be the. I think he will be number one for the other two categories, which counts for fifty percent of it. Ooh. And I think with how bad the Warriors are, I don't think Steph will get the votes. Yeah, I think Steph will make yeah. the team. Like he'll be on the All Star team, but I think it'll be Luca and Shea starting. Hmm. So that's great. That's great. Do we have anyone else that's going to make the team? Chet Chet's ninth in front court, but probably yeah. will not make the team. Yeah, it's. I mean, so you gotta get he'll, the- he'll have a chance to make it. There's gonna be like Anthony Davis, like will always miss the All Star game because he's gonna be hurt or something. You know, that's true. You got a Pokemon Go to the polls. You know, Kawhi and Paul George, <laughs> are they both gonna play? You know, doubt it. You know, and then it comes down to like which of Shangun, Wimbenyama, Chet is gonna make it. You know who's having the best season out of the three of them? I think Chet's having the best season, like on both ends. Shingun's having the better offensive season than those guys, but I think Wimby's the the third. It's hard for, as an Oklahoma third. City Thunder fan to give Shingun yeah. any. He's, well, he's, any love. yeah, he's pretty overrated. He's yeah, really, I hate him. He's, he's terrible. Overrated. Andrew, don't. He's Jay, really, don't let him talk. He's really good. Nah, just, just how would a up. how would a uh, front court of Chet and Shingun work? I would. I wouldn't. I don't know why people keep people keep mentioning it. Like Bon Temps, like feels like he needs to mention it on every pod that he does about the Thunder, and it's like so annoying. And it's like, do you like? Does he say has he like watched this? one Thunder? How is a front? How is a front court gonna work with Chad and and? No, he's like it would look pretty good. Pretty good. Well, that's that's pretty good. It's it's it wouldn't. They would never start those two. No, it's a pretty no. traditional front court. They would never play those two. The way they're really. Yeah, it's like, have you watched one Thunder game? Is what I would ask him. If you think that that's the front court that they would use, have you watched one Thunder game? No. 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 Even the Rockets, like the Rockets, aren't playing him with like another traditional big man. He is the big man, mm-hmm. and he should be. Yeah. So that's why he's probably being as successful as he yeah. is. Yes. And he doesn't shoot threes, which is fine. Like he doesn't have to shoot threes. He's not very good at it, um, at least as of today. But Shengun is a really good player. I don't and remember Jokic early in his career being much of a three point shooter. Um, yeah, I don't know. Also, like you Jokic is so much bigger than Shengun. Right, yeah. yes. Like it's hard for me. I know it's an easy connection because of the way they play. Yeah, yeah. Jokic is first year only one three per game. Second year one point nine. Then basically three through the rest of his. God, I gotta get up. God, I gotta get up. I don't know the words. Gotta, That's what gotta get up. You gotta get up this morning. Oh God, I gotta get up. Get up, get up, get up, space. Jam. It was the song I was singing to myself. <laughs> Get what up, if you sing that get up, every get single place, jam. My alarm goes off. Gotta, gotta get up. Get uh, on the time now. It's time to space jam. It's time to space jam. All right. 
Um, anyway, like get the day started. You know, if the Thunder would have beat the Hawks, they would have taken over control of first place. In the I last. know, I know. That's because because yeah, the Wolves lost. The Wolves the same. lost that same that same night. So you said it though, Andrew. On I think it was the pod with Alex before that Hawks game. You were like, if they lose to the Hawks, it's whatever. And yeah. it, it it is. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt after the game. I was like, oh, they had a good chance, but yeah. that one just didn't hurt at all. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. whatever. We just beat the Celtics. <clears throat> they clearly were so tired. Even when Chet got dunked on, if you watch it, you're like, any other night, Chet would have got up way higher and sooner than that. Yeah. He was just so tired. Chet didn't have it. He didn't oh, have he it. Just, no. Chet just did not have it in that game. And Shay, Shay was awesome. <laughs> Shay did everything that he could. Shay, Shay is the best guard in the Western Conference. Yeah. Like, no question. I mean, I would say he's the best guard in the NBA right now. I'd say he's the best player in the league. I will say it is close. Like, Luka is really up there this year, Luka's too. really good. Luka doesn't play the other end, though. No, you're right. You're right. Luka's, like, the greatest offensive guard in the league by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like James Harden yeah. plus some. Yeah. But he doesn't play. I would say, like, if, you're, if we count defense, which is half of the game, you can't, Luka, you can't put Luka over Shea. Mm-hmm. Not this season. You just can't do it. I mean, Shea's averaging over 30 points per game, playing great defense, leads the league in steals it's so by funny. Like you, a mile. You said it, and you're right. Shea was still awesome, but he you could actually tell the physical wear and tear mm-hmm. on him too because yeah. some of those shots that you just knew, he would like he doesn't miss those shots, I know. Mm-hmm. and he missed a few of them. You know, yeah. He was 11 from 24, 11 for – 11 out of 24 from the field, which is not horrible at all, but it's for him very abnormal mm-hmm. as far as his efficiency usually. Um, True. Yeah, but, I mean, any other night he would smoke any of these Hawks defenders. Yeah. Mm. Well, and he already has. And, well, and yeah. he had 30, 33, 13, and 8. Yeah, yeah that's insane. Though. That's crazy. <laughs> it was, it, it was, didn't feel like it, though. With Shea, with Shea you really can kind of see it with the eye test and that's what's so great about him and why he's a superstar and it was the same when kd was here mm-hmm. you can watch and be like man kd doesn't isn't really having a good game but he still puts up the production like the box score is still insane he's still you know giving the team what they need yeah. except unless you're in the uh western conference finals against the golden state warriors <laughs> six do true i have a question i don't know this there's no world in which the Thunder could get Shea, MVP, Chet, Rookie of the Year, and Coach of the Year. Why? Why? I mean, that's exactly what I think is playing out right but now. But can't? But can? Yes. Can they just do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, there's it. nothing to keep them from doing that. No, there's no rule. Huh. Yeah, it's just right. It can happen, dude. Huh? Cool. The rules just right. Cool. Chili's Outback. <laughs> what is it? Outback's take us. Applebee's. Which one is it? No rules. It's Outback. But it's do you remember we yeah. st- it was yeah. the Lou, the yeah. L-Man, called it Chili's. 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 <laughs> Chili's. Well, no rules, just right Chili's. They don't have any rules. No rules, just right. What, what, what rule does Chili's have? When's the last time you've been to Chili's, guys? No more two for Not two. that Not long ago. Years. It was a real sticky years. floor. Remember we almost went to Chili's if they got the number one pick? That would have been great. We would have stormed that Chili's. God. They would have been shocked. Okay. here's. I don't know betting very well. Could me neither. But I don't even know how net rating is. I, I now out. cannot wait to hear what you have to say. Here's what I want to do. One, I want to go to Las Vegas and put money on the Thunder winning the championship this year. 
Okay. What are their odds? Are you about to look it up? Did I tell you? Did I, I tell just the saw story it. Like on the pod about the this? Co- I had yeah. this conversation on the street with somebody. Yeah, but yeah. I want to do that. But then I also want. They're going to gonna hate you now, though. They are going to hate me now. They're but like, I also want to do. <laughs> I don't know how you do parlays. I don't really know how to do that. Will you do multiple things? I'm not yeah. sure it happens like that. Isn't parlays directly? Isn't it games? Not Does necessarily. It have to you be? can parlay. You any can parlay kind of anything. Because I want to. You can do that. I want to parlay. I want to parlay. Thunder championship. Thunder championship. Chet, rookie of the year. Chet. Coach. Dagnall coach. MVP. Yeah, you can do that. And I want to win a bazillion dollars. Why don't you just do, leave out the champion part. Just do that one? Yeah, just do the three. Why, you want, do you want me to make less money? That's what's going to really boost up. Okay, do two parlays, add the championship to one, and then just do the other one so you have it. I know. I I think I might need to go. Because one is a higher likelihood of happening versus the other. But. Well, that's why I want. No risk, That's why I make No risk, no reward. Exactly. No risk, no reward. Outback. Oh yeah, that's theirs. <laughs> that's no true, risk. especially with a blooming onion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that should be somebody's just like totally honest. Their entire vision statement. Some Taco Bell's like no risk, no, no reward. reward. Taco that's Bell. Right. Taco Bell. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's really funny. Try the fire sauce. Uh, but I really want to go and make that. Go. Uh, you also, you don't have to go somewhere anymore, I don't think. No, I think you have to. You do. You have you to drive up it. to Kansas. You can't do it in Oklahoma. It's coming. Sports betting is oh, yeah. making its way to Oklahoma. It's coming yeah, everywhere. It Tom Segura. Outback. But what I think we're good. <laughs> so but no, but it would work if I if I if you just drive up to Kansas. If you drive up to Kansas, you can just get on the apps and do it. You just gotta find a sports uh probably a sports bar or a, not a sports bar, what's that called? Sports, sports book. 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 Okay. <laughs> Find me this weekend <laughs> on the roads. When's the last time you've been to Kansas, Luke? It's been a while. <laughs> You're not far from, I mean, you've got another hour from me. Uh, so last year, the Thunder were 22nd in blocks per game, which is not very good, which is not surprising because they didn't really have a big man. Do you know what they are this season? Uh, seven. <sighs> Four. Three. Try one. Whoa! Tied with the Indiana Pacers. Dang. For the first spot. I'll add that to the parlay. First in blocks. Is that Miles Turner? Yeah. How about that? How about that? Thunder should trade for him. Pacers are so fun. They're fun some nights. Well, I guess they're actually fun every night because whatever happens is like just feels insane. Mm -hmm. Either they're like losing by a million or they're winning by a million. That's great. Yeah. That's the Carlisle way. Oh, yeah. The Thunder are really good. What do you guys think? So, the like, the question of the week for the Thunder is, like, are, are the they thun- too young? Are the Thunder the contenders? Are they going to win it this year? Are the Thunder contenders? Ryan Rossillo. Uh, did you, any of y'all listen to his podcast this mm-hmm. week? No. I don't. I, I'm off and on with him as far as do I like listening to him or not? Because sometimes I don't like his attitude, to be honest. Sometimes his attitude kind of sucks. <coughs> yeah. Uh, but his first, I mean, his first 17 minutes of the podcast basically was them him talking about that. And he's like, there's no real reason to say they can't. Yeah. yeah, They can't win the championship yeah. other than the fact that they're just not testing the playoffs. And so the only ones that were this age and untested in the way that the Thunder will be are the 14-15 Warriors and then a bunch of teams and like a Portland Trailblazers team in the 70s and then like a Philadelphia team in the 50s. So it's very abnormal for this, but they have all of the things that you're looking for 
with as far as advanced advanced metrics, as far as having the guy, as far as there, there's just no reason. I do think that it would be beneficial for this team to add. I, I'm with you guys, and I think Sam Vecini said it on his as well as, as he's kind of talking about it, and all of them are like, we're trying to convince ourselves why they shouldn't win the championship. Yeah. And we're not looking at the truth that the way they're playing, the things that are bearing out, that that look back historically, I'm, which I think Alex may be looking at some of this for the slam and jam. It's like there's no reason for us to, to just at face value say they shouldn't be contenders. Um, but... I- but it's still hard because they are young, and the, and the playoffs are just different. I mean, the, the, yeah, but they're half. But what everybody says about that is that's when it slows down, and and your half court offense is going to be what keeps you successful yeah. throughout the, yeah. the league. I, to, I totally the playoffs, which is where the Thunder are are excelling. They're really good. Yeah. yeah, and it's not just that it slows down; it's just that teams scheme against you so much more. We saw it against Boston. It's like who took the second and third most shots. Giddy, uh, Giddy, and Dort, Dort, right? And so it's like, hey, we're gonna make you do the thing that you don't want to do. Like you want the shots to be Shea, Chet, J Dub, who, whoever else, who cares? We're not gonna let you do that. Like we're gonna let Shea do his thing because it's like impossible not to. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna make your other guys beat us. Yeah, it, it, and I get that. So I think the argument has to be used in both directions as well. Mm-hmm. Thunder have the versatility as a team yeah. and the ability to adjust in the same manner. Yeah. And what yeah. we're seeing, that's also something that would lead me to go, I, I, this is why I trust them, is I think Dagnald is on par with every coach that he would be in competition with in that. And totally, the ability totally that agree. they have yeah. to make adjustments yeah. as well yeah. to uh. make it more difficult. And you've seen it. Yeah. Look at the way the Thunder played the Nuggets, obviously the first game of the season, but you, you look at the way they play a team the first time, and it's almost like I keep this in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. It's like they play them the first time, and the Timberwolves. Chet was scared of her to go bare, and yeah. the team just looked more shell-shocked than mm-hmm. they – have it all throughout the season. They play in the second time and they run them off the court. Smoke them. With with the full complement of players. Yeah. yeah. You know, they actually were down McDaniels in the in the first game. Yeah. They killed them. Killed them the second yeah. time. And part of that was just their ability to to settle in on themselves. And like play like learn how to play through their zone. Like yeah. they they crushed their zone the yep. second time around. Yeah. Where the first time they didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I like the idea, like I said, and I didn't finish this thought, but when Sam Vecini had mentioned, and I think this is like it's so obvious that it's not going to happen is the Kelly Olenek. Like adding adding a guy like him or adding a wing like Dorian Finney Smith or or uh, Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal, like yeah. somebody that just adds a little bit more intentional depth. Yeah. It's just like, can we get one more guy in case some like there's going to be somebody on the roster that's like oh no we can't play them in the playoffs yeah you know yeah and we don't know who that's going to be but it, like it could be Casey Wallace it could be somebody like the that. best bet for me would be in situations giddy and giddy too yeah it could but, be giddy just because how can like he's been really good from the three point line over the last ten games or so and it's yeah. it's creeping up but if if you go into a series even if you play a team like Houston somehow mm-hmm. and they continue to hide Shangoon on giddy. And yeah. dare him to shoot you out of the game. Now he, the Porzingis did that for the mm-hmm. Celtics, and Giddy made him pay. Yeah. He, he made the shots, and they also are using him differently. Yes, too, for sure, which has been helpful because against the Rockets, it was really like the first time that they saw the scheme and he the just entire stood in the game, corner. and he just like stood out on the perimeter the whole yeah. time, and it was like he tried to attack from the from the perimeter, and he tried to just shoot his way out of it, 
and it was disastrous. Yeah. But other- and you still saw it, though, real quick. Sorry, uh, Luke. But And you also saw it at the end of the game against the Celtics. Is there were a few series where when they were kind of attacking and doubling Shea up top mm-hmm. and the way they were able to get away with that is because Giddy was in the corner and they still weren't paying, playing him. Yeah. Like when it became real tight, they stopped playing Giddy yeah. and really focused yeah. a lot of their attention it's stopping be, drives. It's going to be on Mark. So they're going to have to, yeah. It's it, going to be on Mark See how to, quickly he changes and pivots all of that. And they have been. They have been pulling yeah. him, which is yeah. good. The other thing that I've been thinking about is like, and this is from the old Thunder, like when we were in the playoffs and, and doing well, the thing that always killed us was injuries. Like if some one player goes down, like you're toast. And I think that the team being so young helps us with that because they don't have as much wear and tear. And they, you know, I think older players are the ones more likely to get hurt and have to be held out of games for whatever reason. And so that's the other reason I'm like, just why, like, why not this year? Like, I think it could happen. Well, and especially if you look at the the people that you would define as contenders in the West, right? The only ones that don't have the age issue are the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. because you look at the Lakers. Obviously, with Anthony Davis, yeah. like oh, yeah. LeBron is forty and he's playing as I mean, un- unbelievably he's been well. great. Uh, but Anthony Davis is the question mark on, on, on that team. Obviously, you go to the Warriors and you just don't know what you're going to get out of them. Yeah, the Nuggets, Jamal Murray up and down as far as injury history. Obviously, Aaron yeah. Gordon's dealing with this really freak injury thing. Yeah, he's back though. But oh, is he already back? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Does yeah. he look stitched up? Um, I didn't really notice a whole lot. Oh man, the, I was the, hoping he'd come back like in the game last night. Yeah, just like his yeah, like, like he's like two faced so now. Terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you look at them and and you look at Jamal Murray has a history. He's missed you know a season oh. and a half of of already in his career because of the injuries he's taken off some time this year yeah but you can go through the list of teams pelicans pelicans are pelicans, playing really well but it's clippers. like do you trust zion to be okay clippers yeah do you trust them to have their entire complement of players we in the also playoffs? like chet just missed an entire season let's just not yeah exactly now, absolutely you know, assume yeah. that we're going to be totally healthy it's, it's a great point but we are but that's just logic <laughs> but that's just like <laughs> but when we are right nuance, now but when we are right now honesty you suck, Taylor. <laughs> when we are right now, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and if does. I were those other teams, I would be, you know, scared to death in a way that with this team right now, I'm not. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm about to be a millionaire. Yeah, you are. I'm about baby. to be a millionaire. Uh, you know, Giddy shooting 37% from three on the season. That's really quite remarkable. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? It's that so, is crazy. I mean, he's improved that just over the course of this last like couple of weeks, basically. He's taken he's taken more and he's made a lot. Um, do you know how many players are shooting forty percent or better from three on this team? On this team? On this team. And we're counting like everybody. And oh man. I think like the least amount of threes is five. I'm gonna guess four. <coughs> Did Dort lose it? Did Dort lose it? Yeah. I would say so I'm gonna to go. 40. I'm gonna go six. I'm gonna go five. Can we try to do it? This would be the easier way for me to do it. Bertans. Bertans. Joe. Joe. Lindy. Lindy. Lou. Lou. Oh, he's still up there. Yeah, forty-one point eight. Kenrich. Kenrich. Yeah, forty-five percent for K. Rich. Chet. No. Chet, yes, 40.7%. What? What? Uh, Wiggins? 
Wiggins is shooting the best, 48.5%. It's only on wow. 33 attempts. Kaysen? Uh, Kaysen, yes, 43.2. So oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think that's all I can think of. Yeah. Like J-Dub? Dub, 43.5%. What? <laughs> J-Will? Stop it. And J-Will is 33%. Okay. So do, we, so do we have the best? We have the best shooting in the league. Do they have the best three-point shooting team in the league? There's 10, by the way. Olivier, also. He was two Sar! Of, two of five. <laughs> Sar time. Two of five, baby. Victory Sargar. Um, they're the best shooting, three-point shooting team in the league. They're the best free throw shooting team of all time. Didn't right you write now. that they're the best offense in the league right now? The best, not the best offense in the league, but they're they're the best shooting team in the league. Are they the best mid-range team? Best mid-range team. They're, they're the best shooting team in the league, like, by far. So how would they not be the best offensive team? As far as you're talking about rating. Offensive rating, they're not. They're yeah. in the Sam mentioned on his podcast as well. He's like they're the they're the they're the best offensive watch in the league. Yes, yeah, without a doubt. And it's be, and it's. Do you like, think that we understand that as fans no, watching? It? I know there were no. a few moments against Boston yeah. where I was. So my son came down and watched it with me, which was yeah, it's son. a fun. That's oh, yeah. a cool thing. It's to great. Start it's doing, amazing. But yeah, it, the only issue is he asks a question a second and so i'm just like can we i'm too stressed right now to answer every one of your questions can we just hold on a second and uh but they were like especially god jay in that game was so so good yeah he hit that step back three that was huge yeah. chet hit that three that was huge and then he had that two threes that left-handed Scoop. way too far from the Ooh, basket yeah yeah flip up shot a little scoopy and i'm watching this like take place yeah and just looking at my son like i don't think you realize the excellence that we are seeing right yeah. now as far as the offensive game even giddy i think was it in that game he had that and one where he yeah had that so. crazy english off the backboard and yeah. porzingis was just like mm-hmm. what do i do yeah 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 they it's and it's what because of, it's because of the roster construction <laughs> because like they were Can intent draft on drafting players and acquiring what players that could all dri- <laughs> drive the basketball that could all do multiple things. Yep. And it was like, well, and even at the time, we were like, why do you need all these guys that can do all these different things? There's only one. Is basketball. it not redundant? Yeah, yeah. There's all these guys, yeah. are, and it's like, no, no, no. They can. Whenever the Celtics decided, you know, we're not going to let Shea do it anymore. The Thunder are like. Cool. We'll let Jadeup do it instead. Yeah. And oh you can put gosh. you can put your other guy on it. And he's gonna do the same thing to you because that's what they do, is like they just drive and if there's nothing there, they kick out and then they drive again and then they kick out and like they are going to get the shot they want. Like they are going to generate a good shot. It is so rare to watch it. And this is what's so great about this team is they all play the right way. They're all willing to screen for each other. They're all willing to do whatever it is. They don't care if like we we care as fans, like who gets the most shots and all of that. Like they don't they don't really seem to care. Like they're just intent on playing the right way and getting the best shots that they can. And it's rare to watch them like go multiple possessions with getting like bad shots. And like how many times have we watched have we watched this Thunder team over the last fifteen years where it's like oh my gosh, yeah, like the amount of bad shots that are being taken. Yeah, rarely crazy. does that happen. For the it doesn't happen with this. This is like the. The Spurs that we were jealous of yep. back in the day, where it's like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful basketball. Mm-hmm. Like the way they move the ball, the way that they drive, the way that they're unselfish, and like it's amazing. Even though like we had these like supernovas and like KD and Russ, it was amazing. But it was like there were times where it just kind of like bogged down because it was like you could just get them 
and it was like, okay, is Ibaka hitting tonight? You know, is Tabo or whoever else hitting tonight? You know, and I don't. This is going to seem like <clears throat> like prisoner of the moment kind of talk, but watching Shea play, I would put him on par with both of those guys. Yeah, at this point in their career, mm-hmm. yeah. If not, I won't say that part. Yes, I think that you could easily look at Shea and say, "Oh yeah, he's at that level." Yeah, Lester at Lester Freeman asks. Is Shea right now the best guard in Thunder history? He said, remember defense and don't yell at me. It's too early. And and Russ has too much of our heart, apparently. And and, And accolades. And accolades and accomplishments. Like, Could he be the best guard in Thunder history? He will be the best player in Thunder history by the time he's done. I think that's. I think that there is a really good chance. Like, that why he is. not? Like, what if? It, and all it takes is for him to stick with the team. He's got to stick with the team. Right, yeah, right. He's got to win. He's got to win an MVP. If, if, he, yeah. win a cha- if he wins a championship, like the yeah, statue up tomorrow, yeah, there's no question. Yeah. yeah, I think he's going to win an MVP. I think he's going to win an MVP, and it could be this year. And it could be. I, I actually think it's going to be this year. Holy crap, Luke! Can put, you get take <laughs> that man. Take that man to the sports book. I gotta go home. Take that man. Take that man to the That's my song of encouragement. If the Thunder are number one in the West, and he's the best player, clearly, yeah, I think he'll win it. If they're number two or three in the West, and he's if they're the number best two player. in the West, even then, yes, because I don't think like if the T Wolves stick at one, there's not an MVP on the T Wolves. No. The you only, also what the would only also be helpful for the, that is like Embiid having like. 10 up, games he up. misses. Yeah. A slight injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. MB just got it, so it does kind of open it. It makes people think a little bit more about yeah. it. Should I give it to Voter fatigue. Yeah. yeah. That would... Embiid will be the only only guy that will keep him from actually getting it. Yeah. And which, what's also... Which could Which, could which is also really happen. neat, though, is to watch, like... That Boston game was the day that the narrative exploded into the media world. Right. Yep. Hey, hey I'm Tayshaun. This is my victory dictory. Uh, this is about what you were saying. That's why oh. I cut you off. Uh, I texted you guys during that Boston game, and I was talking crap on Twitter. I was feeling it. And I asked a question, and I said, does the rest of the country, are they just finding out that uh, you know SGA is better than Tatum? And I texted you guys, and I said, I'm just thinking about Bill Simmons tomorrow saying SGA is better than Tatum, his beloved Tatum on the Celtics. And guess what happened? Bill Simmons has become so predictable. It is so fun. I love Twitter and everyone predicting what Bill Simmons is going to say, and then he says exactly that thing on his podcast. <laughs> Just, it happens all the time. And Bill Simmons said, SGA is better than Tatum. And he said, I think SGA is a top five guy in the league. And that is obvious that yeah. he's a top five guy. He was last year. He was last year. Yeah. But... This is just, we can continue our conversation. I just wanted to bring that up because this is what I wanted to talk about. Did you listen to his, so after the game, him and some guy for the ringer that does Boston podcasts, uh, did did their, and it, it, mainly Boston side, you know, mm-hmm. talking about the things they did well and things they can improve on and things they're worried about or whatever. And mm-hmm. and he absolutely, and he, he nuanced that take between Tatum and Shea. And he's like, for tonight, Shea was better. But Tatum was still fantastic in that game. He was. He was. And it's not... There are more comparisons between the two of them because of, I I mean, their age, which is crazy that Tatum and Shea are the same age since Tatum, it felt like, has been... 
in that it's it's just upper that, echelon yeah. for five years. Yeah, yeah, Tatum. Yeah, it's just it's just that Tatum has been in the playoffs like every year. Like he's, yeah. he's played like a hundred playoff games. And so much of that is because of the teams he's played with, right? Like he's he's Without been the doubt. alpha on those, but you know, still having Marcus Smart, and they never went through the tank the way that the Thunder had the no, last no, four no. years. So no, uh, and so that's one of the things that he did kind of mention is it's hard to evaluate Shea and Tatum in that way until you see how Shea performs as the lead guy in a playoff series. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think a lot of people are waiting on. I'm wondering if that negatively impacts his ability to win the MVP this year. It's like, well, we haven't seen what Shea does in the playoffs. Same way that people are going to hold it against Joel Embiid, who's who's flamed out multiple years in a row in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah But I will say Jokic won an MVP before he did much in the playoffs. But it was also too. one of the reasons that people were waiting last year. One of the reasons people voted for Embiid is because the year before, the Nuggets didn't do that in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, all, that's all, a huge narrative for people in the media. Is, yeah. And also the, the, nug the Nuggets like took took their foot off the gas. Oh, yeah. The, the last, like the last half games, of the season, we were just... Coasting. And everybody was like, oh, what's wrong with the Nuggets? Like, Can the Nuggets so do this? They Are just, they going to lose in round one? You know, that's what everybody was talking worked, about. Because they just ran through the playoffs. Okay, yeah. but look at what happened when, when the Bulls won, when Derrick Rose won his MVP, right? They didn't... They hadn't really done much in the playoffs yet, but they were predicted to do a lot in the playoffs yeah, that yeah. year. For so sure. I think that's going to help the narrative, too, is people are going to look at the Thunder and be like... The conversation is already, are they contenders? Okay. Even just that conversation puts SGA up a level. And didn't Rose win because of LeBron fatigue? It was LeBron fatigue, yeah. and then the Bulls were just like that hot team. Uh, that I year. also think that there's mm -hmm. just the Thunder haven't had enough nationally televised games to where like yeah. everyone gets to see them. We're watching them every game, and not at most the average NBA watcher is not. They but are the now. But the media is. Like well, that's Zach why Lowe, Jokic was Jokic has never had the national attention until he won the championship. Zach and Zach Lowe and Bill Simmons did a league uh league pass ranking re rank or whatever yeah. it was, which you know they do at the beginning of the season, did it halfway basically, not halfway, but and they have both of them had the Thunders number one now. And so anybody yeah. that's got Anybody that's an NBA, you know, person that's not your casual fan, mm -hmm. uh, they're watching the Thunder. Yeah, but you're, but you're almost about, nightly. Yeah, but you're talking about like the psychos, but like those the crazy. People. No, that's that's who the media I is. Think. Like you got a lot of people that are growing that. They, way. I, I think they have they have reached a different level. Yeah. this year for sure. My dad was asking though because he can't watch the games, but he watches ESPN all the time. Yeah. He was like, they're still not doing like any Thunder stuff on, on yeah. ESPN. No SGA stuff really, or very, very small amounts. Yeah. Was so, it not the lead after the Boston game? I, mean, I haven't I don't watch ESPN. It had to have been. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was such a big game. It had to have been. That what was crazy was that was such a big game on Twitter and it wasn't nationally televised. <clears throat> Yeah, they didn't. Everyone flex was that just, game. but on that same night, it was only I guess, on it was ABC. only it was only NBA TV that night. It wasn't there was no other national. But wasn't there uh, a game on ABC? Not that night. No, Chicago and Philly played on ABC some night this week. I don't. I, I, that was on. It was on NBA TV. It does say something though that everyone was tuned in. Pretty everyone sure. knew. Hey, Thunder and know. Celtics tonight. It's not. It's not just on the TV where I can just flip it on. But that was yeah. like the game of the night. Yeah, I mean, what we're talking about is an NBA problem overall. It's like locally, they've got a lot to fix. 
And it's not just our market. It's a lot of different markets. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's an NBA problem. That and that's why you've heard the remedy. negotiations taking place between Bally and Amazon Prime. Amazon, which would be yeah, a huge yeah, yeah. deal. Oh, my God. They, yeah. The best thing for me would be is to get them on to, like, even if you play 15 games mm-hmm. of the remaining schedule mm-hmm. on a local channel. Mm-hmm. That would be huge. Yeah, it'd be for, great. Because this, you're already starting to feel. And I asked this question in the the YouTube comments, which is like, a, who knows if it's ever going to be seen. But when you and Alex were potting on Wednesdays, like the arena against Boston felt like the arenas of old. Yeah, it was loud. Yeah, it like, was really loud. It was awesome. Pretty full, like ninety. It felt you know because we it, recently, and part of this, if you're not from Oklahoma, it's hard to know this, but. In the early era of the Thunder, a lot of the seats, especially in the lower bowl, Mm -hmm. were filled by Chesapeake when they were in their heydays. He would buy a thousand seats and you would get them as Chesapeake employees. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of those seats aren't as full all of the time because that's no longer part of the Oklahoma thing. And so it has seemed as if the last obviously the last five years that has waned quite a bit mm-hmm. but it has felt this year more more like back to the way it was yeah and i've got a friend who's got lower bowl tickets he just i don't know if it's half a season or whatever but he's got lower bowl tickets and they're they make a point like if they're not out of town they're going to be yeah. at the game you know mm-hmm. I, I just think so so many people after paul george trade and and the rust trade so many people checked out and are just like I have people coming out of the woodwork now and they're like, Hey, yeah, tell me about really the Thunder. They're yeah. like really good. And it's like, Yeah, they are. They're gonna win the championship and, and the coach so, of the year like, and the rookie of the year yeah, and MVP. And MVP. It's like, enjoy me while you have me because I'm about to be a millionaire, about to buy, buy my own island. <laughs> Splash buckets in the chat said that Stephen A and Windhorse had a twelve minute segment about the Thunder. ESPN is definitely talking about OKC. Oh, that. okay. So I need to tell my dad to sh- yeah, and also Coward was talking about the Thunder on his show yesterday. Oh, well, and my, my fault, one. man. I'm not listening to my dad anymore. So, anyways. All right, know. tell him. I'll, tell, I'll, I'll take a picture of these comments and show my daddy. Go with Jimmy. Daddy. Uh, All right, we got we to gotta go, we gotta go quick, oh, man. Let's Give us do some quick advice. quick advice. It comes from Alex, who says, I changed careers in January 2023. How long were you in your current profession before you really felt like you hit your stride? Alex is in his 30s. He's not looking for an emotional boost, but tangible advice for someone 12 months into a new career. I thought this was interesting because we all have different careers and for myself it was like when i am in year eight eight and a half and it was uh, five years into mine before i felt like i've hit a stride and i'm doing it like it's muscle memory kind of uh just it's like i'm like i'm rocking and rolling Mm. You know, to where it's like I've hit it and like hit my stride and like I'm doing this. I took about five. That was probably six years. Yeah, I think that's that's. And some of it depends. Like, is your new career in the same field? Yeah. Like if it's if that is, then that six years can be spread out over, you know, over multiple places you've worked or positions you've taken. If it's in the Mm -hmm. same world, you know, Mm -hmm. because for me, it's like I was probably. 
I mean, I've been doing what I'm doing now in some form for the better part of 20 years. And it was probably 10 years into that, but only vocation, my, my past way different and, and church world's way different. I understand all of that, but it was about 10 years in that I was like, Oh, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not the kid anymore as I'm actually somebody that people can look at and say, Oh, he's been doing this for a long time. The vet. Yeah. Um, but, and some of them was quicker. Like that's the reason I was bringing that up too is for Andrews. Andrew was before he became a producer for the athletic, you were doing this for us and for you know dream team and for different people for another five years before that so Mm -hmm. you moved into this new position way quicker than maybe somebody would who just started as a producer yeah yeah it's yeah it's it's way different because like we were side hustling for forever yeah before well and like seven years of side hustle yeah and how you were producing the podcast before being a producer on the athletic was probably yeah. much different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've learned I've learned a lot. I've been really blessed to like be surrounded by people who are like really really talented at it, you know. I mean, I was like very blessed that they took a chance on me and like there was a lot of things I had to learn, yeah. you know, and still have a lot that I need to learn. And it was like March of 2020. Seriously, March 9th was when my start date was. March That's 11th insane. was when Gobert yeah. tested positive for COVID. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, we were like on the razor's edge, yeah, of like I'll me not having the job that. at all. Andrew, yeah. Andrew called me at two options, and he was just like, "Hey, dude," and I was like, "Yeah, you should go produce podcasts." That's yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was, he was like, yeah, okay, let's see. Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do. And then the whole world shut down. It's like, like uh, there's no sports for five months. Yeah. The other, the other route wouldn't have been a whole lot better either. <laughs> right, right. But it's like, and, and they all, and actually, they both ended up would have ended up being amazing. But yeah. it's like, it's crazy. I can't it's imagine crazy. you taking like where you are today. I can't imagine you going the other direction. I can't. I can't either. Yeah, yeah. It's absurd. Taylor, what about you? How long did it take you? Well, there's two aspects to mind. The actual printing and production is like. I've been doing that for so long. That's not a thing. Yeah. It is the business side that takes a long time. It just takes so long. Well, the other thing that people may not know about you, Taylor, is Taylor's one of those people that early on in life realized that you wanted to be Mm self-employed. Like you didn't want to work for somebody. You wanted to do something that was able to express your creativity while at the same time giving you the independence to control. And so Mm -hmm. like you've, since you graduated high school, you went to college but even then, you were starting the process of owning, like you started the uh, the initial screen printing company with a few buddies. And then screen printing company and then got Craig into then Craig Proper and then now back you're in back screen into printing. ownership of screen printing. It's Which like, if you need shirts, your company needs shirts, Studio Chroma. Shout out. Up. What's the website? DM me. No, I'm DM them. com. Check it out. Check it out. To check, check, to check, check it out. So do you feel like you're in the space now as a business person to where you're... No. No, I still I, it, it takes so for a small business to really find its niche and footing. I think it takes probably five years, especially at this scale that we're at or trying to get to. It's it takes so long. Isn't it wild? Like the growth to the next level mm-hmm. is just always it's it's you have to really push to it's, get through it. It's totally di- it's a totally different thing. That's yeah. where I'm at right now. It's something I'm not comfortable with at all. And so well that uh, so becoming partner my firm and taking and taking over like some of the business forces that i don't know yeah I'm doing. Yeah, sure. yeah 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 learning still yep yeah so yeah i say we never arrive hey just, that's great the, the happiness is just on a the journey. journey we're always yeah. on right. the journey out back
It's just a journey. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. It's coming everywhere. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Twitter questions. I have to leave. Bye. All right. Let's fire through these. Let's like try to get through as many yeah. as we can in the next like seven I'll minutes. I'll stick with you. Okay. Since it's my fault. See you, Luke. Goodbye. At Bye, fake Nick. Jeff Bell, Dort, Gideon, Joe sometimes take more shots than Chet and Dub. <laughs> do, do you think... Could have gone outside. Do you think a lack of attempts could prevent Chet and Dub from making all-star or all-NBA teams? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I think people know how talented these guys are. I think, I think, yeah, I think you're right too. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that's going to prevent game it too, man. Where it's like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like people are like, all right, well, let's look at the box store. It's like, how are you making an impact on the game? And both yeah. those guys are making a tremendous impact in <laughs> the game in important moments too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex and five seven three one four one five seven. Why was that his choice? <laughs> how do you do that? It's, it's, it's dude. Impressive. That has been my life with Luke. <laughs> my life. My, my life. life with Luke since the sixth grade. <laughs> he he just ripped the long two of the longest farts I've ever heard in my life on yeah, his way out. That's that's why we were laughing. That's, that's it's maybe his number one talent. It's it really was <laughs> like ripping the longest farts. You know when you're so heard. surprised you just can't help but laugh. It's like just, did you see me not laugh at all? Because it's just like yeah, I, I especially when it's like uh, I get it. Friday podcast is the we're the weird one, but I'm like oh, this we're we're this is still. Something we're producing for the world to listen to. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, <laughs> at Alex and five seven three one four one five seven. Longtime listener, first time questioner from Australia. I live in Brisbane in the state of Queensland. Do you guys still believe in Usman Jang? Could he potentially be the stretch four that we down the track? Sorry, I mean, oops. Uh, I don't care. I don't care about Usman, to be honest with you. I think it's. I think it's tough. I think that. I think you look at. Um, I think you look at the Warriors and what they have been trying to do over the years, and like develop while also being really good. And it's really tough. Like that is. There's only like a small sliver of time that you have to like really yeah. develop projects like that. And, you know, it's really tough. So, Us is playing well in the G League. He's got to be more aggressive. I still am not like writing him off or anything, but like the truth is for projects to work on a team that's really good is really, really tough. Yeah. So, I'm, I, I don't know. I would like just like putting a pin in Us right now and just yeah. saying like, you know, Ouch. we'll see. Uh, at Zach Deeg, do you think Sam keeps Bertans around for the playoffs to throw in those games we're struggling and need a spark of three-point barrages? I think it depends on if the right trade comes up or not. And I don't think they're keeping him around for a spark of barrages, I think. Yeah. You know, he'll just he'll be there or he won't. I actually like think he's going to get dealt. I would Ooh, be, I, wheeling and dealing? I, I, I would be surprised, especially after the way they amended his contract. Like mm. my my guess is that they'll they'll find somebody that needs to shed salary and bring somebody in. That would be my guess. Or they'll be able to use him to get more assets. Would be my guess. Uh, at Ron Lennon, um, OKC is seventeen and five with Kenrich plays this season. Six and five when he doesn't. Where do you rank him in terms of importance among the current OKC roster? This is an interesting question because, uh, like, the importance is just the depth that's available and what we've been talking about. How how many guys there are that can come in and produce and play their role. And, like, it's kind of – it's unrelenting to play the Thunder, right? Yeah. People like, come in. And, like, there's never, like, a time when it's, okay, now, now the Thunder don't have this guy and this guy, and now we can, you know, go mm-hmm. on a 20-point run or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's never like that. So I think he's important just for the the big picture. Yeah. I mean, Shea, Dub, Chet, Dort, Giddy, I would rank ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Isaiah then, Joe? Isaiah Joe probably ahead of him, and then him probably next at seven. Like, I... 
I think he's above Kaysen. He's above Wiggins. He's above Fava. You can make the case he's above Giddy and Dort, even if you wanted to. But I would still, I would probably have him like sixth or seventh. Yeah, I think is a f- a fair range. He's he's very good. He's very important to this team. The physicality stuff is very important. And like this, Jay mentioned it earlier. It's that style of play. In yeah, continues. leadership. Yeah, he's great. Um, let's see. At Pepsi United, I agree with Andrew that Kelly Olynyk and one of Finney Smith or O'Neill are great trade targets for OKC. But what do you think about another net? Cam Johnson. He's on a higher contract than the rest, but it's descending and it's great value. I would love Cam Johnson. I love him as a player. Yeah. I think he would work really well with this team. He's one of those guys like Mikael Bridges that works really well with any team. Yeah. In the league. Yeah, I mean... And Finney Smith is the same way, too. I mean, you can put those three guys on any team, and they will be valuable players on that team. Yeah. it just It's going to cost a bit more to get him than others. He does make $25.6 million. It does descend. That's good. I mean, he would, he'd be great next to Chet. I mean, you can get up to the $25 million pretty quickly with the Bertans contract, but you'd have to probably give them a legitimate player back. Like it would probably like would you be willing to trade Case and Wallace for Cam Johnson? Would be like the question that I think you would have to ask yourself. Ugh. I don't know that I would either. No. I just don't know defensively if he's the kind of guy. It's too early to do that with Kaysen. Yeah. I I like Cam Johnson as a shooter, but I don't know that he does all the other thundery things. To be honest, okay, I and know the, that and the this... shooting may be good enough to where it's like he takes six a game. He shoots forty two percent. That's what he is this year. I mean, he's a he's a very very good shooter, but all the other stuff, I don't know. Like I, I like him as a player, but you you would have to give up some stuff, or you'd have to give up like four first rounders probably. Why well, I'd be fine with that. What do we need those for? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot, but. I don't know. Obviously, he probably raises your ceiling. Mm-hmm. Or probably raises your floor, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And the ceiling. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Both at the same time. Yeah, he. I mean, it's not hard to imagine him starting at the four. I mean, next to Chet. And you just... I mean, it, it, would, it would probably be amazing. Yeah. I just don't... I know, I this, don't is know the, I see it. this is the trendy trade topic and, and not realistic, Markkanen. Yeah. Um, but as an exercise, what would be, what would you guys feel comfortable giving up for marketing? I don't even think that's the right question. I think you have to ask what would Danny Ainge and Utah really like expect? I think you would have to give Giddy, Kaysen, and Giddy, four, Kaysen firsts. four or five first round picks. Yeah. Is probably what it would take. And also, like, we, we still aren't completely through all the giddy stuff obviously like mm-hmm. there's not been any reports about the investigations or anything like that where you're just not they're not going to trade giddy during any of that mm-hmm. you know like that's just not going to happen so um at ben elephant king he said i asked this last year would you rather chet win rookie of the year or finish third in defensive player of the year rookie of the year and it's like he's going to do both <laughs> it's crazy oh <laughs> uh, shout out ben elephant king um, at Thunder Centric, I think it's a given that Sam Presti trades for a bench rotation player, as he has almost every year. Who is the bench player y'all would want? Assuming the package is centered around Poku, Bertans, picks, and you have anywhere from five to twenty million back, unless you take 
on more cap. I mean, like I've said, who I think it should be many times, and Olenek, Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith. Like those are the kinds of players where it's like you, they're probably affordable in the trade market, guys that are gettable, and can play a smaller role if you really need them to. And that's that's less with Finney Smith, um, but more so with the other with O'Neill and Olenek. But I don't know. I think I think Finney Smith would fit well here. I think that he's a guy that off the bench you bring him in and he, you could easily see him closing games. Um, I don't know. You guys have any other thoughts? Any other players? No, it's it's kind of a tiring. It'll be the the theme of the next yeah, two yeah. months until trade does. So John Ham brought this one up to me in that there's a report that the Celtics are interested in Olenek. And the only way that the Celtics can get Olenek, <clears throat> excuse me, is if they trade Horford for him, basically. Yeah, I'd take Horford back. Yeah. What if the Thunder got involved and they were like, hey, three team trade, Horford to OKC, like Bertans to Bertans and Picks to Utah, to Utah and Olenek to. Boston. I love that. I was like, Horford that's a great. I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah, and he like adds the experience level. Yeah, I mentioned this that he's the exact same age today that Derek Fisher was when the Thunder acquired right. Derek Fisher. Yeah, you know. Oh, and all the playoff experience and all. Oh, that. I thought you were going to say he's just the same age as when he was here before. He wow. was been, stopped. Yeah. Stop time. <laughs> wow. Well, he has. A, it seems like it left with a really good relationship with the organization. Yeah, Mark. Mark was gushing about him the other night. Whenever he Ooh. was back here. He was blushing too. He was blushing. Like, I love Al. <laughs> He's got beautiful eyes. Um, at Wheatley Hayden, is it a crime that Shea is third in the All Star voting? He should be second. Am I right? Or am I right? It's just fan votes, man. Yeah, it's, it's just as long as you're in Oklahoma City, it's gonna be harder and harder for you to, yeah. especially over a guys like Steph and uh, Luca. Yeah, it's also it's not it's not criminal. There's no law against that. It's totally legal. So. <laughs> not a crime. I still think he'll be a starter in the All-Star game anyways. At G Tubular 69, given how much our expectations have shifted over the last 10 games or so, would a second-round playoff exit be a disappointment? Second round? Yeah. No. I, I'm saying yes now. I would not be disappointed. No. Second round? Second round? To, like, to win, to like not only go to the playoffs again. Yeah. Is but the second to- round top four teams in the West? Yeah. Like it's the quarterfinals yeah, yeah. for the whole thing. Semifinals of the West? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Expectations are your your Western Conference finals are bust. Uh that's where my heart's at now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand part of that, but I think you can't dude to win a first round series, what well, it would feel it would feel amazing. It would feel amazing. It'd and then amazing. I'd want another one. Been, and then you're just it's been eighteen years yeah. since we've won a first round series. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> eight years. Eighteen. Eighteen. Geez. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Remember, like, I mean, those Paul eight years. The last time they won a first round series 2016? was 2016. Eight years. Oh my God. It's like Westbrook never did it. Never did it. After, without Kevin. They lost to the Rockets. They lost to the Jazz. They lost to the Trailblazers. Blazers. That was it. Most of our time then, as a podcast, they had. And haven't... then they lost to the Rockets again in the bubble. Yep, in the bubble. Holy guacamole. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, it's Western Conference Finals or best for me. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I would not be disappointed at all. I would, I would be elated. Well, that's your role here. Especially, like, you just don't, like, who they could play. I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's, it's about matchups. Like, what is the situation? You mm-hmm. know, just saying it, you know, I don't know. Nope. 
be amazing. It's championship or bust now. Yeah. Are you miffed or are you peeved? Miff! 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 Miffed and peeved. Jimmy. Jimmy. You miffed or peeved? Not right now. 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 I was miffed. And then turned to GM, GMB, I got pulled over by the cops for going oh, a little no. bit too fast. Oh, you speedster. It was, uh, I was going 45 and a 35. Got pulled over. I didn't know it was 45 because it was a four-lane road. And I thought, oh. Where were you? I was over by your church. Oh, yeah. And I was like. Don't go on Boulevard. Yeah. I got Edmund pulled o- cops. Got pulled over. Also that. And. The shout out to this cop. She was very nice. And she was like, I'm just going to give you a warning. She's like, just slow down. I'm like, <gasps> thank you. She's like, I don't got a lot going on today. So I'm just pulling people over. Pulling That's people what we do. It was really dramatic. We have too, one of the biggest budgets. The, the opposite direction. She, she like, like whipped, whipped around. around yeah. like, got me. I was like, it's like, don't you think that's a bit more dangerous than what I was doing? <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah, I said that to her. Yeah, I have a warning for you, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a warning for you, too. You could have killed someone. <laughs> What's your badge number? <laughs> Pull out your phone. Yeah. No, she was great. I'm a, this is just a little bit of a myth and peeve. I'm, I'm a hangry person. Mm-hmm. I have oh, no yeah. control over my body yeah. most oh, of the yeah. time. And so yeah. it's like trying to eat a little better this this month and trying to just start 2024 off well. And, yeah. Uh, Intermittent fasting. Doing that? No, 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 no. Okay, all right. But provokes too much anger. It's it's <laughs> one of those things start, where I probably start my morning with just a cup full of anger. Like, should I just be heavy and happy, or should I be you know thinner and just mad all the time? I think you can find an, a healthy balance. That's what I'm trying yeah. to find. Healthy balance. I'm I actually believe. feeling mostly good, but there are yeah. moments where I'm just like short and irritable. Yeah. Like, can I help you out? No. Um, when you're angry I and hangry, bringing those athletic greens. That's okay. <laughs> just pop. Get little bags of Skittles. <laughs> Skittles. No. What? no. Yep. Sugar and it tastes so good and it's dude. Tart I, I and got it really boosts your mood. I got these Snicker. Amy got me these Snicker. My wife. My wife. Got me these Snicker Doodle almonds that are unbelievable. Where from? Huh. Unbelievable. I don't know, like Walmart or Target oh. or something. I don't know. But they're so good. So so good. And they're they're not like not terrible for you. Yeah, not terrible for you. Mm. My wife made a. My wife made up these like coconut oil no bake cookies. Oh yeah, pretty good. That sounds good. No bake cookies, cocoa, oats, and coconut yeah. oil basically. Yeah. No bake cookies are bre- can be breakfast. They could be anything. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're they're anything and everything. Another another hangry moment last last night. This is a miffed and peeved turn G and B for sure. So Brahms uh, wanted to hook my family up me and my family up with a meal for all of the the uh oklahoma videos that i did in the oh, preseason so funny and so i'm like, glad yeah, they found that yeah we want to serve we want to like treat you guys bag to, of to a meal yeah. Yeah, they're just like we're just gonna give you a bag of burgers like <laughs> get out of here no they were gonna like they're like okay we're gonna we want to give you like all these new items like the uh what's the pimento cheese so bacon good cheeseburger. oh Dude, so good it's so good so we, we get to the restaurant that i said we were gonna i was like okay we're gonna be at this restaurant at this time and you know and so like we're there at like five o'clock my kids are all starving hungry my wife and i are too my wife and i are my wife and i are too hungry um and then we sit there and i'm wait she's like i'm gonna email the restaurant and i'll you know put you in the email and then you just take it up to the front and you'll get your your food and we sit in there for 45 minutes with no email and i'm like and like my kids are like crawling on the walls, just like, you know, it's just like we're, 
and we had to leave to we had to leave to go take Archie to basketball practice. At and his he had basketball practice at six, and so it was like we could only be there for a certain amount of time until it was done. And so, anyways, I email. Um, her name is Amanda. I mean, Amanda, I'm like, hey, listen, we're leaving. We have to take my kid to basketball practice. She didn't realize it was for that tonight. She thought it was for the next day. And she's like freaking out. She calls me and she's like, I'm so sorry. Anyways, it turned GMB because she told us to go to the I-35 uh, and um, 63rd location. Yeah, which is their headquarters. Which is their headquarters. And she's like, she she's there because like that's where she works. And she comes out and she treats us to like, all the Brahms goodies that you could ever even think. A lot stuff I didn't even know existed. Like they had these like squeezy cows, this little squeezy uh, Ooh, um, ice cream squeeze. cone, Brahms sunglasses, Brahms t-shirts, Brahms like gift cards, Brahms everything that you could want. They do make everything better. They made everything. You know what? Things weren't great, but then they made everything I've, better. I've really come around on Brahms. I used to be a Brahms hater because the one by my house was so awful, but... I'm I'm back in. Brahms is great. Shout out to Brahms. It was a it was a miffed and peeve from my from like my whole family turned into like a major GMB by the end of the night. So Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Nets tonight. They're gonna kill them. That's the hope. Yeah, yeah. Big 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 time uh, stretch <laughs> here for the Thunder. Like they just need to pummel these teams. Brooklyn, Washington. Then they have Miami, which is a nice test Ooh. next Wednesday night. And then back in OKC for Portland, and then Saturday against Orlando, which will be a fun one. Yeah. So, um, all right. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.